you're listening to the Random City Podcast. the random city podcast this is jimmy and georgia your host as always and we're back to talk about some movies this go around uh i was about to say no bad impressions but no sorry that will not be the case this go around um i thought about this driving around the other day i'm not a westerns fan i do not like them in general but there's probably five or six that i actually really have had and enjoyed over the years some of them somewhat serious some of them a little more uh comical and i think at least for one episode Maybe two, depending on how long the discussion goes. Maybe we'll talk about some of the westerns that I actually enjoy. Um, since I, you know, my mom grew up you know, with my mom, I grew up with her, and you know, she would watch the old John Wayne movies, whether it be Rio Bravo, McClintock, whatever it is. I just I never really got into those that much. I mean, there was a few lines here and there. Well, hello, Pilgrim. You know, whatever. I, I like the Duke a little bit, I guess. There's in the McClintock. He's like, I won't hit him. The hell, I won't. Or something. That was my mom's favorite line, I think, from that movie. But, I don't know. Not a big fan of the Clint Eastwoods. Everybody goes crazy about the um, outlaw Josie Wales, the uh, whole deal there. But, I'm, I'm, yeah, whatever. I could take it or leave it. But there are some that I do enjoy. And I'd probably go ahead and say, it's kind of a tough number one for me. I really enjoy three of these a lot. Um, but I'm going to have to say Tombstone's number one on the list. Uh, I think that was 1994, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, 93, 93. And it was when I was in high school. You had uh, Kurt Russell as White Earp, Val Kimmer as uh, Doc Holliday as like the main leads. There were definitely some other famous people there. Jason Priestley, Bill Paxton, um, the old guy that's in everything. Sam Elliott. Oh, I couldn't think of it. Man, that was bad. But anyway, speaking of bad impressions... Basically anything that that Val Kilmer utters as Doc Holliday is an is a quotable line. And when, at one point they're in the casino or whatever, and Johnny Ringo um, says, "You must be Doc Holliday." That's the rumor. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Yeah, you look it. And you must be Ringo. Look, darling, Johnny Ringo, the deadliest pistolier since Wild Bill. They say. What do you think, darling? Should I hate him? And she's like, you don't even know him. Yes, there's something about him. Something around the eyes. I don't know. Reminds me of me. No. I'm sure of it. I hate him. <laughs> Basically, anything the dude says is, is funny. I have two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> I'm dying. How are you? <laughs> And I just realized my Doc Holliday impression here is pretty much Morgan Freeman at the same time. <laughs> you can have Doc Holliday and Morgan Freeman talking. Why, Johnny Ringo? I thought we were friends. Mr. It's just a little deeper. Hello there, Mr. Holliday. I like to narrate things about penguins. <laughs> anyway, as far as the movie goes... It's it's a good western. Uh, it tells a tale of Wyatt Earp and his friends who eventually track down and destroy the cowboys' little ring of 
crime and cattle rustling and evil or whatever it is. And so, I don't know, it's just a good classic, and I'd say historical, semi-historical. I'm sure it's overly dramatized to, you know, come out with funny things for them to say and all that stuff. But, you know, there's definitely some basis of reality of, of who Wyatt Earp is, who Doc Holliday is. And speaking of Doc Holliday, at one point, he lived here in Baldosta. I'm not sure exactly how that went down. I know he was a dentist at one point before he got, I think it was tuberculosis, which they called consumption back then and before he went out west. Good movie. Just I, I enjoy it. Haven't seen it um, all that much lately. I, I watched it a lot when it first came out back in the mid-90s on the old VHS and DVDs and such. Definitely just like a classic in my mind. And that was one of the first ones I, I really ever enjoyed. Now, the first one, I guess I'll go ahead and say it's two, really, when it comes right down to it. Back in the late 80s, and then around, I think it was 1990, you had Young Guns and Young Guns 2 featuring, at, at that point, pretty much most of the like cool, young talent in Hollywood, as far as the guys are concerned. Like The first Young Guns had uh, Emilio Estevez, and the second one did too, but Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, which is... Between Young Guns and uh, Lost Boys, that's really where I know Kiefer from. I know a lot of people nowadays probably mostly know him from 24, but Lost Boys and Young Guns is what I really know Kiefer Sutherland for. Um, Lou Diamond Phillips, you had Charlie Sheen was in the first um, of the Young Gun movies. Yeah, I actually had some other random people in those movies show up. And the first uh, Young Guns, Terry O'Quinn, who most of us these days knows from Lost. He was a lawyer that helped Billy and his friends. I want to think Terrence Stamp was in that movie for some reason. And you also had, um, I can't think of that fellow's name, the really old guy that was the bad guy in the end of the movie got killed. Jack Palance, maybe? Jack Palance. I don't remember. I'd have to look up the IMDb, but you can do that if you'd like. But anyway, Young Guns uh, follows, again, a somewhat historical tale, <laughs> kind of loosely, I would have to say, of uh, the outlaw Billy the Kid who was you know, famed for being, I think, 21 and killing... I'm not sure exactly how many uh, confirmed or, or credits he gets for kills, um, but he and his his gang, as they called him, they were pals. And you have a story that at the end of the first movie, he's not been captured, he's not been executed or anything, but it ends with, you know, Billy the Kid was shot in the back by Pat Garrett. Later on, someone snuck into the graveyard and, and inscribed a one-word epitaph on his um, headstone. It read, Pals. I, I guess some of that's true. Who knows? But then, the interesting thing, really, for me, and this started, for me, um, probably a year or two before the movie. I don't know if it had anything to do with the movie, necessarily. Maybe it did. There was a guy, and I think it was the 50s. Really old dude. And it was on Unsolved Mysteries before it was in Young Guns 2, that this old guy... Had, had reached out to some media guy and was basically saying, you know, he's like 90 years old or whatever, and he was Billy the Kid. And and so the Young Guns 2 takes that idea of this really old guy telling the story of what happened and how he didn't die. He didn't get shot in the back. And so you actually have Pat Garrett more so as a friend, really, in the second Young Guns instead of an adversary like he was in the first one. And he still was, I guess, but just a different take on it. Um, he had Christian Slater show up in the second one. He was Arch Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. 
And I like to do my bad Christian Slater's impression. I'm Arkansas Dave Rudabaugh. Greetings and salutations. So again, bad impressions. But yeah, I like I like both of the movies. The ending for the first movie was awesome when they were stuck in the building. It was burning. They had the Gatling gun after them. And they eventually throw themselves out in trunks, come out shooting, and all get away. Um, well, mostly anyway, the ones that you cared about. <laughs> Just interesting little story all the way around. And within both movies, I really I did like Keith Sutherland's character, which I think they called him Doc too. Maybe I don't know. I was, I'm trying to think of his name. I don't remember right now. But I, haven't, I need to rewatch these movies. I, I, I they were definitely the the first two Western movies that I ever really enjoyed. And that was partly I guess because of some of the humor and just the fact that they were you know contemporary actors that I knew from other stuff mostly. I don't know, but it was just a different... It was kind of irreverent. Like, <laughs> I think his Young Guns 2 is definitely a little more funny than the first one. I think there's one point where Billy's stuck in a courthouse, and he's got a, a gun he pulled off of somebody, and they had loaded it up with dimes. And there was 18 dimes in there. And he shot a guy, and he killed him, and uh, he yells out to him, Hey, I see you lost Bob Jenkins. I don't know the guy's name. is you know, Bob Jenkins or whatever. And he's like, Yeah? Best dollar eighty I ever spent. <laughs> just pretty funny. I don't know. Like in Young Guns Two, one of the things that was really good and what made me think about maybe talking about some of this stuff at least a little while was the Young Guns Two soundtrack. Uh, came out in nineteen ninety. It was the first CD that I ever owned when I first got the first little portable CD player boombox kind of thing. And that, of course, was from John Bon Jovi. Not the band Bon Jovi, just John Bon Jovi. And I guess it was probably studio musicians and stuff. And it's kind of a country twang on some of it, just being that it is a Western movie. It's not It's not a total departure from like Bon Jovi stuff. Like Blaze of Glory fits in with The Wanted Dead or Alive, even though that was on Slippery and Wet in 1987 or whatever. And there's a few other songs that kind of stick out to me. I liked uh, Miracle... I liked uh, Billy Get Your Gun. I like Bang a Drum. There's there's three or four that I really enjoy. The rest of them I've never really listened to that much anymore. But there's one thing I liked about the CD. There's little clips of dialogue from the movie, and you know, and 24 years ago that was pretty cool. It wasn't like you had access to to watch the scenes of the movie really quickly. Yeah, you might have a uh, VHS copy, but you have to fast forward for 30 minutes trying to find the silly stuff. But yeah, like in um, right before, after the song Miracle, right before Blaze of Glory, it has, um, I think it's Doc, but Keith Sutherland's character says to um, Billy the Kid, William H. Bonnie, you are not a god. And he's breathing really heavy. And then Elimedio uh, uh, Estevez's Billy Kid says, pull the trigger and find out. That's cool. <laughs> That's very cool. But, yeah, there's so many. Again, there's quotable lines throughout those movies, too. Um, kind of like, And I, I don't know. I guess this is kind of the age I was when I started quoting movies and stuff. Because um, I know by the time I was in college with some of my groups of friends, that's how we communicated. We, we talked more in rush hour quotes than we did in, in regular words. Or uh, Billy Madison or Tommy Boy. To own down the list. But anyway, definitely enjoy both of the Young Guns movies. If you haven't seen them, check them out. I don't know if they're on any of the instant watches with Netflix or Amazon or anybody, but definitely if, if you see them, they're probably in the cheap $5 bin or less, maybe even for a Blu-ray at this point. Well, we're going to take a brief musical interlude here, 
And I'm going to play a little bit of what I was just talking about there, that John Bon Jovi soundtrack of Young Guns 2. And we'll be back about 30 seconds, so I'm not going to play much. I need a little clip of that, and we'll be right back. Wake up in the morning and I'll raise my weary hair. I've got an old coat for a pillow in the earth whose last night's bare. I don't know where I'm going. Only God knows where I've been. I'm a devil on the run, a six-gun lover, a All right, well, Blaze of Glory, well, one thing for me, I can't hear Blaze of Glory without thinking of Beatrix Turner um, from the Big Honkin' Show. And if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check that out over at BigHonkinShow.com, live on Mixer, you know, random times. Follow them on Twitter, Big Honkin' Show. Find out when they're going to be live on Twitter when old Steve will be doing a show. But he had a bit where this uh, old lady named Beatrix Turner, he and Buck were talking about her, basically just saying someone's trying to break in her house, and she shot at them. And that was the news story. And they came up with the idea that she's an old lady with an iPod. And the only song on there was Blaze of Glory. And then she was going to go out in Blaze of Glory. And so he was singing and everything. It was, it was really funny. So check that out if you haven't. Um, it's back in the uh, Best Of show. If you look on the Big Honkin' Show um, feed there in iTunes. All right. So I was thinking we might break this up into two episodes. And maybe I will. Another episode or another uh, Western movie that I, I like, and I, I'm going to save two, at least two for the next episode. I'm going to make write this up into to a second episode because there's two that definitely do some, or three actually, there's three that do some twist on this whole concept. There are three more. I think I said six. So if you lump Young Guns 2 together as one, that's kind of how I did it in my mind anyway. But um, the one last one for this episode, it was another funny one. Uh, for in my book, anyway. Speaking of, I used to speak in rush hour quotes. Jackie Chan and another bad impression opportunity here. Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. They starred in the movie Shanghai Noon. I think around 2000, if I remember correctly. I went and saw that with uh, some friends or a friend um, before I went out to Colorado for the summer that year. Funny movie. There's just definitely some random little jokes in there. And he's like, "So, what's your real name?" My real name is John Wayne. That's a terrible cowboy name. What's your name? Well, my real name's Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Owen Wilson's funny to me. <laughs> They're just—it's one of those fish out of water stories. He's trying to teach John how to uh, survive there in the West, and he's trying to teach him say howdy, howdy. It's faster now that people are think they're slow in the head. Howdy, howdy, partner. <laughs> which I realized my Jackie Chan and my Arnold Schwarzenegger aren't too far off. <laughs> Howdy, partner! Howdy, partner! Same kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, this hasn't devolved into bad impressions and movie quoting. But, um, again, fun movie. And one of the things I really enjoyed about Shanghai Noon, um, and I definitely had not seen Night's Tale. I don't even know when Night's Tale was released. But Shanghai Noon was one of the first movies I remember seeing that was a period-type movie, you know, set in the 1800s, and yet it had uh, Kid Rock, and it had, um, oh, what, ACDC? I don't even remember all the songs, but it had modern rock songs in it, and I thought that was awesome. Really enjoyed that motif or that stylistic choice. And it was just a funny movie, and it had some good action, definitely with Jackie Chan and the stunts and things. And in the end, they say Princess Pepe. PP? No, Pepe. <laughs> There's just some funny stuff in that movie. I need to watch that again too. But 
anyway, I think I think I'll stay this time around with uh, my three recommendations for westerns if you haven't seen them or the ones that I really like as uh, Tombstone, the Young Guns series one and two and then shanghai noon and then shanghai nights was okay but it, it goes away from the western thing there in england they're both the fish out of water not quite as as good as the first one but still kind of funny um which is the case sometimes but anyway um we're gonna come back and again discuss some other western movies in the more modern sense in, in my book anyway um except for these three that i'll be discussing next time We'll have a little bit more twist than they were funny or you know not true or whatever. So we're gonna we're gonna do that um, hopefully soon here on the Random City Podcast. And until then, if you want to talk about Tombstone, The Young Guns, High Shanghai Noon, or some other western, maybe the uh, True Grit with uh, what's his face from Tron, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges. You can do that. You can email us at randomcitypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Random City. You can find us on Facebook, Random City Podcast. Also in iTunes, on Google+, all over the place. So if you need to get a hold of us, you can. You can also even call and leave us a voicemail, 773-71-RANDOM. That's 773-71-RANDOM. So you can definitely get a hold of us, and we would uh, be appreciative. We would like to hear from you, and we can make the show better because of that. Well... With all that said, we'll see you soon with another episode of the Random City Podcast talking about other westerns that I actually like. And we'll be back with that hopefully in the next few weeks, if not sooner. And until then, I'm Jimmy in Georgia. Peace.